Locations not typically associated with perspiratory activity, squirting out his nipples, spewing from his navel, coursing between his buttocks, and forming a tiny lake that gently lapped at his genitals. From under his arms, naturally in two varietals, hot and sticky, and cold and terrified. He's a sweaty kid, the doctor had diagnosed when his mother had brought him in for his weekly checkup. But if he's sweating so much, his mother had asked, him sitting right there, why is his skin so bad? Dennis worried too much, that's why. Right now, for example, he was not just worried about the speech he was about to give, and for good reason. He was also worried that his sweat was rapidly evaporating, increasing atmospheric pressure, and that it might start to rain inside his graduation gown. This was fully theoretically possible. He was also worried that the excessive perspiration indicated kidney stones, which was less likely. I hope you had the time of your life, the sullen girl finished with a shy sneer, then returned to her seat. Dr. Henneman, the principal, approached the lectern. Thank you, Angelica. Angelica, the sullen girl spat back. Angelica, Dr. Henneman corrected. Thank you for that emotive rendition of, she referred to her notes, frowned. Good riddance. The temperature in the gym reached 125 degrees, qualifying anyone there to be served rare. Could we, Dr. Henneman said, wafting her hands about, open those back doors, let a little air in, please? Three thousand heads turned simultaneously, expecting the doors to fly open with minty gusts of chilled wind, maybe even light flurries. Miles Paterini and Pete Cuvier, two juniors who had agreed to usher the event because they were insufferable suck-ups, pressed down on the metal bars. The doors didn't open. People actually gasped. Dennis began calculating the amount of oxygen left in the gymnasium. Dr. Henneman's doctorate in school administration had prepared her for this. Is Mr. Rona here? Mr. Rona, the school custodian, was not here. He was at home, watching women's volleyball with the sound turned off, and imagining the moment everyone realized the back doors were locked. In his fantasy, Dr. Henneman was screaming his name, and would presently burst into flames. Let's move on, Dr. Henneman moved on, mentally compiling a list of janitorial degradations to occupy Mr. Rona's summer recess. So, uh, yes. Next, and finally, I am pleased to introduce our valedictorian for... Ja-ja! 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 Lily Massini's meaty father slammed the back door bar violently up and down. He turned and saw everybody was staring at him with a mixture of annoyance and hope. Ja-ja. Ja. Ja. Mr. Massini released the bar and slumped back to the bleachers. Dennis Cooverman, Dr. Henneman announced. As Dennis stood up, his groin pool spilled down his legs into his shoes. He shuffled forward, careful not to step on his gown, which the rental place had insufficiently hemmed. 
subsequently claiming he had gotten shorter since his fitting. Dennis had been offered the option of carrying a small riser with him, which he had declined, and so when he stood at the lectern, barely his head was visible, floating above a seal of the mighty bison, the school's mascot. The effect was that of one of those giant head caricatures of a boy who told the artist he wanted to wrangle buffaloes when he grew up. Dennis looked out at the audience. He tried to imagine them in their underwear, which was easy since they were imagining the same thing. Dennis sort of smiled. The audience did nothing. They were not excited by or even mildly curious about Dennis's speech, merely resigned it was going to happen. He met their expectations. Thank you, Dr. Henneman, fellow graduates, parents and caregivers, other interested parties.